Good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. This morning, we're in Proverbs chapter 20, looking at verse 11 and 12. Let's say a prayer and get started. Father, thank you for this morning. Be glorified as we study your word. Help us to see clearly the truth that is here so that we can better understand what it means to know you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so I forgot to take my glasses off. All right, looking at verse uh, 11 here, and um, I'm excited about these verses this morning. <laughs> these are some really good ones. Um, so verse 11, let's just start reading. Verse 11 says, Even a child makes himself known by his acts, by whether his conduct is pure and upright. So what's he talking about here? So Solomon, being wise King Solomon, the point he's making is that character and conduct are interwoven. They're connected, right? What you really believe, what you really think, and what you really feel, the person that you are, the morals that you hold to will show themselves through your actions. Yes, yes, people can be hypocritical. People can put on a charade. People cannot believe one thing but act and live as, as, as if they believe another. But eventually, if you watch them close enough, their actions will speak louder than their words. It's always the case. You can only hold up a charade for so long, okay? Because it's, it's a trap. It takes work. It takes effort. It's like trying to keep up a lie. Man, that's a lot of work to try to keep up a lie. You just dig a hole deeper and deeper and eventually you will out yourself, right? You will. So even a child, that's the point he's making here, that even a child who is immature, who is less experienced, will make themselves known by their acts. And the same is true for an adult. And it's through their actions. It's through their actions, through their actions, through their actions. James talks about this all the time, that faith without works is dead. It's not real. It's not real faith. You can say all day, you can talk all day about loving God and loving others, but until you show it through your actions and your character, it doesn't mean anything. And that is always true, always has been true. So watch people, watch what they do, the decisions they make, how they act, how they treat others, especially in very trying, stressful situations. You learn a lot about a person's character there. Okay? All right, next verse. Verse 12 says, The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. What is Solomon trying to get at here? As you can see, I've got an extra verse down here we're going to look at in just a second to go along with that. <clears throat> but everybody has ears. Everybody has eyes. And notice that it doesn't mention the mouth. God gave us two ears and he gave us two eyes because I believe we're supposed to listen and watch twice as much as we speak. And I know that's ironic coming from a pastor who studies and speaks a whole lot and has to teach and say things. <laughs> but it's true. Be quick to listen and slow to speak, therefore becoming slow to get angry. Okay? That's God's word right there. We need to listen. We need to watch. We need to think. We need to consider. We need to be skeptical at times. We need to be cautiously skeptic 
at times. Now, this goes hand in hand with this verse up here about watching people, their actions, how they act reveals what's in their heart. Listen to people. Watch them. Listen to yourself. Watch yourself. Know yourself well to know my character, what I'm saying I believe. Am I living that out in my life? And so the idea here is that we need to listen, we need to watch, we need to consider, we need to pay attention, right? And not be swayed by one point of view, but we need to consider other points of view and think about them, not just react with anger. We should be quick to listen and slow to speak. That means we need to consider what's happening in front of us and think about it and evaluate the situation and not just react instantly out of emotion, Okay, we need to use wisdom and try to understand where the other person's coming from. Try to understand the situation. Then we can make an educated and wise um, reaction to a situation or to a person. Okay, now the Bible kind of talks about this in regards to knowing God's word. Listen, just because you have a pastor who's been to school, who's educated, who studies God's word, who teaches and preaches, does not mean you don't need to educate yourself. Because there's a lot of false teachers out there. You know what? I can even make mistakes. People need to be ready to hold me accountable to God's word. Okay? And it's important that everyone study God's word. Everyone study, everyone know that so that when they hear teaching, that they know that that teaching is coming from a biblical foundation and coming from truth. Right? And as a pastor, I encourage that in other people. You study God's word. Any pastor, any teacher leader who's, who doesn't want you to read and study God's word but only listen to them, that is a red flag right there. That is a red flag, okay? Don't ever, don't ever take that as truth, okay? God's word is truth. A pastor, all he's doing is pulling from the truth and trying to help explain it in a way that people can better understand it. Pastor is not truth. He is only relaying truth, and so God's word is the foundation. That's where you go to. And you need to know God's word too in order to know if truth is being spoken. Uh, 2 Timothy 4.3 says this, When people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. Now, I think this is somewhat prophetic of today's times. There's a lot of false teaching out there that is just being embraced and accepted by masses of people because they have itching ears. They, they, are, they want someone to tell them what they want to hear, not what they need to hear. Okay, There's a lot of unpopular biblical truths, and there's a lot of pastors ignoring teaching those biblical truths because they're unpopular in our cultural setting. But here's the thing. That's, that's, that's not putting God first. That's not loving God with all your heart. You must put God first. And to put God first is to put his word first, even if it's unpopular, even if it's unwanted by the listeners. We must teach truth. We must say what is there. We must guide people to truth. And we must do it in a loving way. We must do it in a loving way, not a condescending, judgmental way. But truth must be said because if you start to reject the truth that you know is there in God's word, that is the same as rejecting God himself. That's a problem. What's the greatest commandment? Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. We need to study God's word. We need to watch. We need to think.
We need to consider, watch people's actions, watch your own actions. See where they're coming from. No truth. Know when false teaching is being preached so that you can correct things rightly for the glory of God. Oh, I love these verses so much here. There's a lot more that would be said, but I'm going to stop. Thank you for joining me this morning. At the end of the day, what is most important is to seek first the kingdom of God. Where do we seek first the kingdom of God? We do it through studying God's word. No people around you, nothing else. You, the Bible, study God's word. That is truth. That is where you're going to find God. Seek him out in his word. Thank you for joining me. Have a wonderful and blessed day. And I will see you again tomorrow morning. Bye.